Hello, 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 everybody. It's your boy, Christian Hanna Hara. And we're back with another episode of the Unita Hara podcast. Uh, early morning edition. We're actually filming this day of because that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Nick, good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? Dude, I'm tired. Passed out on my couch. Got woken up by Brooke at like six o'clock in the morning. She's like, come on, we're going to bed. And I was like, all right. Um, and then got woken up to take care of my son. So I'm tired. How you doing? Long day yesterday. I went all day without sleeping, got off work in the morning. I slept like a rock, though, so I'm good now, but God almighty, yesterday was brutal. I got off work at, I got off work around like eight o'clock in the morning, came home, and I had to be, I had to be in Shreveport, which is far away from where I live, and that was a long ride. So I got home and I was like, well, I can't go to sleep because if I sleep for an hour, I'm going to be I'm going to be worthless, going to be absolutely worthless. So I just like watched the Wraith and I was like, well, let me just do a review on that before I go. Went, played my gig, got home at like 1130 at night, just didn't sleep. and I didn't eat anything all day because soundcheck was a disaster, took hours. It was a long day yesterday, but when I got home and got in that bed, you ever you ever have one of those days where you keep going and then like you, it's like you don't try to not eat all day or nothing, but you do. And then it, the way I could describe my body when I was driving when I was driving home, I was telling Sydney, it's like I feel like the water is like I'm empty and I could feel my bones dry in my back. Like I felt horrible. And when I finally ate, I was just like I'm going I slept like a rock when I fell on the bed. I instantly knocked right out, but I feel good now. I don't know. Like I feel okay. So, I mean, that's good. You know, you, you, you took it, took it to the limit though. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, today we're doing one of my favorite aesthetical things ever. Horror movie posters. It's my, probably my, at this moment, my second favorite love behind actual movies, like owning movies and stuff. I'm a big horror movie poster fan. I've got Shaka behind me, a Wes Craven classic. And uh, I thought it would be really fun to do top 10 horror movie posters. Now, the rules for this really they really weren't any. I gave, I gave, you know, jokey rules to Nick. But... Uh, it's really just our top 10 favorite horror movie posters. I joked with Nick. I was like, you're only limited to one Halloween poster, but I think you legitimately only picked one. I only did. Yeah, one. So uh, the way I'm going to do this is we'll go eat through the list, and as we met, whatever we mention, I'll bring it up on the screen so we can describe what we like about it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the rule I placed for, for us was this. I said, now, regardless, I don't, I don't know what Nick's list is, but for my list, I said, the movie does not matter. It doesn't matter if the movie's good. The movie has nothing to do with it. It's all about the love of the poster art, the art of the poster art, if you will. So there is, I think, one movie in here, two movies, actually. One of them I've been meaning to watch. I own it. And another one I don't own at all, but I love the poster. It's a classic poster. So um, here we go. I guess we're just going to get started. Nick, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Uh, you can go ahead and go first. Yeah. Are you are you gonna go ten to one or are you just gonna say ten and then oh, bring yeah, it up? Yeah. Number one, we gotta save the, our favorites. Obviously, number one's our more or less our favorites. So Yes. All right, so let me pull up my number ten. Now this is a movie that I uh I own, but I haven't haven't watched it yet because it just gets lost in the shuffle and uh that's a crime. All right, so let me pull this up. My number ten is a movie from the early 80s and it is called Frightmare. Now, here's the poster. It mm. says there is no escape, not even death. And from what I see, this is like a movie about like these people that it, it looks like an almost a haunted house type movie and there's these people that love these old school horror icons and they try to resurrect one of them. That's what the trailer looked like and Vinegar Syndrome put out a Blu-ray of this. There's an alternate poster actually right here, which is what is on my 88 Films Blu-ray, where it's got a coffin and all these hands around it. But I am a big fan of the the hand holding the skull with the snake and knife through it. 
you've got the the haunted house in the background, the the graveyard aesthetic, very classic, very old school, very just it makes me want to watch the movie so bad. So That's, it's metal. That thing just it looks is metal. It's beautiful. So this is and this is actually a play off of a previous poster called From Beyond the Grave. And yeah, um, yeah. Let me okay. show you from beyond the grave real quick for yeah, people. Yeah, I'm pretty that, sure I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, not from beyond, from beyond the grave. Why? Do, why is it? Oh, yeah, it's because it auto searched it. Uh, now I love from beyond the grave. Uh, now here is that. I actually have the Blu-ray, and look, this is the Blu-ray yeah. from Beyond the Grave, but it got recycled for Frightmare. And something about Frightmare, I just liked a little bit better. I like the the black, obviously, and I just think it's a great classic poster. So I'm actually excited to watch the movie because it looks like my cup of tea. I've owned it for quite some time, and it's just gotten lost in the shuffle. But my number 10 is the classic poster, Frightmare from 1983. Okay. <clears throat> like I said, at that that's metal as hell. I have not seen the movie. I have, I've definitely heard of it, though. Um I haven't seen that either. So let me know how that is once you see it. I will. Um, I will. Because that might be something I'd pick up. But mm -hmm. my number 10 is so my list, I do like all 10 of these films. So it, and, and it's not just that's not why. Um, a lot of these posters, <clears throat> I either have them or I want them. Or as soon as I saw, I mean, for me, like a trailer can get me hyped for sure. But when I go to a movie theater, and a movie's coming out later in the year and they have the poster out there. And I see that poster when I go see another movie. And I'm like, oh my God, like I've got to see that movie when it comes out. Like uh, a few of these posters were that, you know, an instance of that. Well, maybe only like two because a lot of them came out before I was alive. But number 10 is the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. <clears throat> um, and for me, with the reason why I like this so much, and again, it's very simplistic, um, but when you're playing on the Christmas aesthetic and that time of year, obviously Santa Claus coming down the chimney. And I always just loved that shot of the chimney. You know, it's dark. It's it, it, it's Christmas Eve. It's snowing. And then you just got the hand with the bloody axe coming out like Santa just went down there, did his business, and now he's leaving. Yeah. Um I, d I don't know what it is about the poster that has always been like, it's, it's one that I have told myself I have to get. And I know it's very simplistic. There isn't a ton going on in it, but I think it just nails that movie. It's and creepy. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That almost made my list, man. Uh, yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night. I think that's one of the, the best 80 slashers period, much yep. less a Christmas, you know, movie. I, I love Silent Night, Deadly Night. That is a great great poster i love yeah. i would own that one too i don't have it i don't know why probably because it's a christmas poster as silly as that sounds but like regardless i i really want that one one day well you it rotate don't you? you you'll take some down for a little bit and put another one up right yeah absolutely and that one is actually on the website i use often movie posters uh movieposters.com and they're 27 by 40s are all the same price. They're 20 bucks. And you can get 11 by 17s for, for 4.95 off there. And they they all look really great. They use good high quality reproduction paper or whatever. I don't know what kind of material it is, but all their my reprints I get from them have fooled people. I, I when I got Saturday the 14th, hey, is that an original? I said it looks like it, don't it? <laughs> it's not though. But uh yeah. yeah, great one. Great great poster. That's another thing I'm about to have to start doing now that I think about it is um probably rotating some posters because I have four 27 by forties that I haven't framed yet. And they're, they're not even on the wall yet. It, it's, um, addic it's addicting. Yeah, it's very much. I addicting. keep buying. <laughs> All right. Yeah, number 10. Well, and I yeah. All right. My number nine, one of my favorite films from the 1980s. Now I guess I should preface this because you kind of talked about what yours was. I am a fan of just beautiful pieces of art. Most of the time they're drawings, they're paintings, um, that's my thing. Uh, I'm just a big fan of art. And I think you'll notice that with my list, I love artwork, drawing style, uh, not always, but mostly, uh, but my number nine is the 1980s Fred Decker classic, 
the Monster Squad. Talk oh, about yeah. a classic poster right there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you've got you. What I love about this is obviously uh, Dracula is dead center in the middle because he is the king of horror to me. One of my favorite characters of all time. But uh, you've got the cast. It's it's very you know it reminds me of the Goonies a little bit. You've got your kids sitting on the on the hood of the car. Uh, the Monster Squad. I, I'm a big fan of the font, the font of the Monster Squad. I'm a big fan of like cool fonts. So I always love the, the the font that they use for the Monster Squad. And then the tagline: You know who to call when you have ghosts, but who do you call when you have monsters? So and then you've got your you've got your you know in the skyline you've got your uh, almost uh, what do you call it your uh, uh, what is that big rock thing with the faces on it that people that people always say who was on your uh, what is that Mount thing Rushmore. called? That it's kind of like a Mount Rushmore thing, but you've got all the classic horror monsters: Frankenstein, the Mummy, Dracula, Wolfman, and the creature from the Black Lagoon, which is what they're all supposed to be. But they don't really flat out say it in the movie because they're skirting licensing, obviously. Yeah. But what a great poster! I've actually got that one uh, against the door right there. So big fan of the Monster Squad poster. That's probably my favorite Fred Decker movie. It's close with Night of the Creeps. It is so close, but I think the Monster Squad is my favorite. But what a great poster! Can't to me, you gotta love it. You just gotta love it. Yeah. Can you imagine how expensive that would have been to just flat out say all the names and not try to skirt licenses? Like oh. you know what? Oh, <laughs> millions, millions. Yeah. All those classic monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's a, that's a good pick, man. Um, this is my number nine is easily probably my favorite poster from this franchise. And this might surprise people, but I think a lot of people agree. It's a, it may have thrown us for a loop and lied to us, but it's a good poster. Nonetheless, here we go. And um, this is the one from Halloween that I'm picking and not the original Halloween. Um, So my number nine is Halloween five. Now everybody knows I love this movie, but this poster is just mean. I, I I love the poster. You have obviously the shot from the from the set of the seventy eight mask, just like Halloween four did to us. Um, so it's not the mask in the movie, but you've got Jamie and the knife, and they're literally intertwined. Um, and I've always loved that look, like you know, yeah. the knife forming into Jamie, Michael behind it. Um, very simple poster, very simple poster, but I've always really dug that poster and yeah, my love of the movie definitely plays a role into that for sure. Um, but that's a 27 by 40 that I have, uh, that it has not gone up on the wall yet until I get it framed. And, uh, I don't know why I used to have an 11 by 17 of it when I was a teenager, that and Halloween four, and they both got ruined, um, cause I didn't care as much about posters moving years ago like I do now. And um, I've always loved it. I've always loved that poster. You know, a lot of people would say the original Halloween, you know, with the jack-o'-lantern and the knife. And yeah, no, it, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, I also really love Halloween Kills poster. I know it's super, you know, it's very straightforward, but I, I love that poster. But Halloween 5, man, I think that's my favorite Halloween poster. I agree. I, I dig it too. You know, that there are mask makers out there that actually replicate the the look of this mask here that you see on Halloween four and five, it's kind of got like the, the, the higher arched lip on it with the smirk. I've seen like mask makers. They, they create literally this mask and uh, it's a big seller for them. So uh, I I wouldn't mind having one of those. Always like the look of that mask. Uh, I like five, man. I like I like the poster for four and five a lot, quite frankly. I never really paid that much attention to Jamie, so I am now noticing that she's part of the blade, which makes me feel silly because I look I've looked at the I own this one my I have a twenty seven by forty of this one myself, but I've never really I guess looked at it hard enough to realize. Mm-hmm. But very clever, very clever. Yeah. So big fan of that one. That's a great choice. That I'm actually glad that you picked that one. I thought you were gonna pick pick six. Uh, which I like too, but this is a much very eighties, very classic. Yeah, Always six like, just doesn't have a lot going on. It's just a blue face, you know. Yeah. Looks great blown up though. But yeah, I'm I have a twenty seven by forty of that too, and the thing is beautiful. But 
this, yeah, like you said, this is cheesier. This is 80s. I just yeah. I dig it. Okay. So my number eight uh, is a film from Lucio Fulci, uh, one of the great maestros of Italian uh, horror cinema. Some would say the greatest. I would agree, quite frankly. Uh, he did a movie called uh, City of the Living Dead, but it was also known as The Gates of Hell. And this poster is just so evocative and gorgeous. Uh, the oh, Gates man. of Hell poster. And what's so beautiful about it is you see this toxic skyline. It looks morbid. It's green. It's it's gross. And then the dead shall rise and walk the earth. And you see the city. And you see this 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 decrepit zombie head and uh on the poster what's so beautiful about it is it actually says in the on the lower third this film contains scenes which may be uh considered shocking and no one under 17 will be admitted Hmm. how do you not want to watch that movie you know uh the gates of hell is a great film some consider it lucio's best work uh and it's hard to argue that i am a proponent of zombie over this one but the gates of hell is an absolute fan favorite and it's one of the only few times i think a poster matches when a a poster is that good and it matches the movie you know gorgeous art some of these italian movies have the best posters imaginable and the gates of hell is a beauty Uh, i haven't bit the bit the bullet on getting a print of this one yet but it's a matter of time because every time I look at it, I'm like, holy smokes, that thing is beautiful. Look at it. All the greens in the sky. I just love it. So, again, another art piece that I'm a big fan of. That's the style I really, really love. So the Gates of Hell had to make this list. Yeah, it's that color palette. I really like that color palette. That's that's really cool. I've never mm-hmm. seen that poster before. And I know I'm not, I've, I've not really introduced myself to Fulci and I've been um, – you know, chastised for it and rightfully so. Um, That's a filmmaker I need to get into and see some of his stuff because as Christian has put it to me, you think you know gore until you see Italian gore and Mm -hmm. nothing, nothing matches it. So I, I I really think so. Uh, And this film has some blisteringly great nightmarish scenes. Lucio doesn't care about reality. He will, he loves to just put nightmares into movies. Sometimes you, you're trying to understand where he's coming from when he's going to this part because it seems some of his stuff is so out of context, but he doesn't care about reality. He's all about making his film seem nightmarish and great. And so that po- and the poster, I love it because it is a nightmare. So great stuff. That's yeah. a great one to get into. It's also known as City of the Living Dead if you come across it online which is on shutter. I think it's called city of the living dead on shutter, which that's a great poster all into itself. It's an alternate poster called city of the living dead, but the gates of hell poster is the, is the masterpiece, the gates of hell. Talk about a name for a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Can't beat that. But yeah, that's my number eight, man. Where where are we going next? So my number eight is the one film that I can remember in my life. That was one of the posters I saw being displayed at theaters when I would go to theaters and I was like, gotta see it. Gotta see it. It, it blends the first film into the new one, which gets you hyped for the new one because you're remembering the love for the old one. And number eight is Dr. Sleep. And first and foremost about this poster, what I love about it so much is the color. I love the red and the black, and I think the red's really vibrant in the poster. Um, on top of that, like I said, it's homaging the old while leading you into the new. You have little Danny on the tricycle going down the hallway, and then adult Danny at the end of the hallway. And mm. I don't know if it was because it is, you know, as soon as I see it, I remember The Shining, and I remember Danny Torrance on his trike going through the hallways. I mean, that kid was going fast as hell, too. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's the colors. I don't know exactly what it is, like the one thing, but a mixture of all of those things. I just, I love the poster. I don't own the poster, and <clears throat> I need to rectify that. But yeah, I, I love that poster. Very, very classic. Uh, I liked, I like that poster, too. Uh, I don't remember. I it's weird. I, I I remember seeing this one in the theater, but okay, now I, under, I understand this was a teaser yeah. teaser poster. Mm-hmm. But uh, and that yeah. one's cool too, and I love the yellow in that yellow. 
purple and yellow are my favorite colors. So like I, I love the yellow in that. And I love obviously the homage. Oh, you know, here's Johnny. Um, but dude, that red poster, I don't know what it is. It, it, I look at it and I'm literally like transported to hell. I think. Cause you yeah. think about, you think about the overlook and you're like, it's the spirits everywhere. That place is haunted as hell. You got the red, you got this little helpless kid going down a tricycle. And I'm like, this kid's in hell and he doesn't even know it. And I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I've always dug it. Yeah. Good pick. Very good pick. Okay. Uh, we're going on to number seven. Yes. Uh, we're sticking in the ninth. Well, I think everything's been in the 1980s for me so far. Yeah. Sticking with the 1980s. Um, this to me is probably the most, you know, uh, splatterpunk poster in the world. One of the most splatterpunk movies, quite frankly. Uh, it's a movie called Street Trash, and it's a great little oh, yeah. flick about uh, it's a great little flick about basically killer uh, liquor that that bums would drink. They'd get this cheap liquor from a, a store, and it would literally melt your body, and you would explode. And there's a famous scene where a guy melts into a toilet, and he turns all into all these colors and. I mean the street trash poster is classic. You've got you've got the guy right here coming out of the toilet as he's melting. You got the pink font. Uh just great art. The street trash poster is I mean, that makes me want to watch the movie so bad. Uh what a great poster. And I always look on the tagline, uh it actually says up here, Eraser Head meets Night of the Living Dead on the set of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> so talk about a way to sell your movie. Yeah, uh, great quote. So the street trash poster is one of my favorites. Yeah, like you said, that's very that's very punk. That's very that I like that. I like that. That looks yeah. like something that you would see. I don't know if it's the font or whatever, but like you could see that graffitied under a bridge. Yeah, like, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if this is exactly the the original poster. I think I think it is because I'm seeing another one that has the street trash logo. Okay, here's the original. Here's the actual original uh, poster right here, and it's got street trash in yellow. Uh, but uh, still, it's the same thing. Just great, beautiful poster. Love it. Street trash is a classic. So that is uh, my number seven. All right. Well, my number seven. We're going to go back in time to the '80s again. A lot of these are from the eighties and um, this one, I, I th we're going to have one on our list that we both agree with. I know it for a fact, but I don't know if this one will be on yours, but my number seven is John Carpenter's the thing. Um, this poster is just, it gives you vibes of like, obviously sci-fi gives you vibes of horror. It gives you vibes of action. It's like, so there's, not a lot going on and a ton going on at the same mm -hmm. time. Cause you're looking at it, this person just standing there and just the, the light just beaming out of all, all different directions from this face. And you're like, what is going on? Like you, when yeah. you, if you had not seen a trailer, I imagine in the 80, in 1980, when this came out, if you saw that poster, you'd be like, what is this movie about? I, I mean, you may have seen the thing from outer space, so maybe you'd know, but like if you were a casual, you'd be like, what the hell is this? Um, I love the blue. I love the blue. And, and that it's, it's like a whitish blue, which is, I think underappreciated sometimes that it's literally telling you like where this movie takes place to, it feels like the setting of the movie. Um, and it's just very ominous and it's very mysterious. You have no idea what that is. And for me, that would pique my interest as a casual movie, movie goer being like, okay, what is this about? Um, mm -hmm. I've always loved that poster. I'm pretty sure you own that. Am I right? Not yet, but I bought a print of it. I bought a print okay. of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Love it. It's, it's very, it's very evocative with the beam, the eye beaming out of the face, uh, mm -hmm. the, the hand positions, like they're, they're, they've, they're, they're not in control. Whoever that is, they're not in yep. control anymore. You know, they're, they're being taken over. Um, the ultimate and alien terror. Great. I like the. I'm a big, I, I like good taglines and stuff. And that one's just straightforward and to the point, the ultimate in alien terror. So yeah, great poster. I, I love the thing poster. Every time I get a release of the thing, no matter what format it is, I, I always like to have that artwork showing cause it's, it, it works and it's a nice, beautiful painting. That's, that's hand drawn uh, and all that. And so the, even the logo as simple as it is, it's just mm -hmm. like a chunky letter thing. 
the thing. It's perfect. Yeah, looks the, like you could have tiny. Just made it in Microsoft Word, like. But it, but thing. it works. It's, it yeah. works perfectly. So I'm a big. It's not on my list, but I'm a big fan of that poster. Big fan of it. Uh, let's see, number six. Now here's a movie I have not seen. Uh, I don't think it has a Blu-ray yet. I'm hoping somebody can, if they see this, they can uh, point me in that direction. If there's something I can get. Um, my number six is a movie called Cheerleader Camp. I love uh, this poster. You've got, you know, your cheerleader with the skeleton face. She's up in the up in the air with her pom poms. Give me a K, give me an I, give me an L, give me an L. I, I mean, I, I I haven't seen this movie. I'm sure that it's somewhere out there. It may be on Tubi because it seems like a lot of that stuff is on Tubi, but I've got to see this movie. I want to own this poster, Cheerleader Camp. It's uh, every time I search 80s horror movie posters, this always just comes right up every time. Yeah. And I, I see why it's classic. I mean, cheerleader camp. I, I got to see this movie, but I love this poster so much. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen the poster a lot, too. And I, I, I don't know if it's just because it's maybe it's found a cult following now from the 80s. Maybe at the time it wasn't very well received. Um but shout out to Jill. I think she was watching this last night. I think she posted that on her Instagram. So Jill, let us know how this movie is. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I I think it's a really cool '80s cheesy poster too. And I and I've heard Justin talk about it, and I'm just like, I figured you would have seen it. Honestly, I haven't seen it. Um, I figured you would have seen it. I, I know, I know. I just I I haven't. I don't really know why. And the, the more I look in the background at the poster, I'm noticing weird stuff. There's a guy in a chicken suit back here. <laughs> There's like a green goblin monster getting chased right here. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah. I love this poster. I love the skeleton face. So I'll have to see it. I have to figure out where it's available to watch. You know, if I can't own it, I can't own it, but I, I, I want to see cheerleader. Have camp. you looked for a physical copy of it? I'm sure on Amazon I've typed it in and nothing's just nothing's come up. Uh, I'll take a DVD, but I really just want to see it at this point. But I love the poster. I love it's 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 my wallpaper, on my phone a lot of times. So um, one of those things where I just uh, love <laughs> I, I know the poster every cell. Of, I love the poster so much and I'm always talking about it, but I've never seen the movie. <laughs> so I have to fix that soon. But that is yeah. my number six. Cheerleader camp. <laughs> All right. So my number six is if I'm I'm going to look at this and make sure that I get this statement right. Yeah. So it's the last movie um, that well, not the, it's the only the second movie that I have that's like a modern day movie. And mm-hmm. number six is The Descent uh, and, and not the poster uh, of uh, I believe her name is Sarah. Yes. Yeah, not the poster of Sarah coming out of the water. I'm talking about, yeah, that, that one right there. Oh, yeah. That poster. Um, I love those cannibal creatures, whatever the hell they are, like in formation creating a skull and then the yellow hue, the light behind that. And again, like with the thing, the, the font, very, very straightforward. Just the descent. There, there's nothing. They're not trying to be like, wow, look how crazy our lettering is. Um, and the poster's the same way. 50% of it's just black. And the image is right in the center. Um, and it's another poster where if you didn't watch a trailer and you look at this poster, you're like, what the hell is going on there? Um, mm-hmm. That would pique your interest. That piqued my interest. And that was actually what got me to watch that movie in like 04, right after it came out on DVD. And um, I had just I wa- just watched it a few months ago for the first time in like 15 years and uh, still holds up. I mean, uh, or maybe it was 06 when that came out. It was 06, I think. Um, so, yeah, it'd been over 10 years since I'd watched it. Love the movie. But that poster, I mean, there's something to be said about sim- being simplistic while also being very mysterious. And that poster does that. Yeah, big fan of the descent too. Love that, love that poster. That's a great, that's a great modern. I think that's one of the few times where a, a poster can really capture a vibe that the movie has. I'm not, I, you know, because nowadays a lot of posters are just images from the movie, you know, 
the 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 classic you know everybody getting everybody's like lined up with their just looking at the looking at a camera kind of thing I'll and this direction. is one of the yeah this is one of those posters that i think actually c- captures an essence that the film legitimately has so that's a that's a great one i love that movie so much too yeah not to mention it's i think undoubtedly in my opinion a modern horror classic i i, I really think that's one of the best horror movies to come out of the last 15 20 years so oh yeah oh yeah Great pick. All right, number five. Moving along. We're halfway there. Um, All right, so my number five, if I can spell it correctly, is a poster that when I was looking up really great poster art, I found one that I fell in love with. I own this movie now. I bought this movie. I watched this movie. I love this movie. The 1980s classic Mausoleum. I yes. love this poster so much. It looks so great. When I got that put in the horror room, I told myself nothing is getting rid of this poster. I mean, it's beautiful. You've got the the skeleton in front of the mausoleum holding it tight. And again, talk about a great tagline. Centuries of evil have just awakened. I mean, you yeah. got to love that. You got to love it. I saw you post that on your Instagram and I was like, oh man, that that is that that looks good. I like it's that a, a lot. That's a beauty. I mean, you can't. You, if you see that at the video store growing up, you're renting that. Yeah, you know. So uh, mausoleum it's, had to make my list. Color palette, um, the the style of artwork for it. It almost looks. It might be hand drawn, but it almost looks hand drawn. Um, you got blues. Is there some purple back there? Yeah, I see a bunch yeah. of blue. It's like there's hues of blue. What's funny is on my poster that I have my print, the skyline is a darker blue. It's really a darker blue with a hue of light, a hue of white shades coming off of the skeleton. But on this poster right here, it, I don't know. I don't know which one is more authentic looking. I would assume this, but this one, you can see the tints of pinks and blues yeah. and yellows in the background. I mean, gr- granted my poster is beautiful and it looks great, but this one has a little bit more, uh, shading and 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 different shades in the skyline but uh i don't know it's a gorgeous regardless it's gorgeous the font for the word mausoleum the it's dripping blood from the m's you could see the the smoke and the and the and the 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 dew the dew coming out of the mausoleum itself you can't beat that i mean that's probably one of the best posters from the 80s and and, i mean that's why it's on my list I, i love the poster for mausoleum yeah, yeah, that's a that's that's a nice poster. Yeah. What is that? Number five? Yeah, that was yeah, my number five. five. All right. So number five for me is uh, very cheesy, but very captures the, the tone of the movie. That is Tom Holland's Fright Night. Um I think everybody has seen this poster, even if you haven't seen the movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, shame on you. Rectify that. Um, just, I mean, just look at that. Um, the clouds forming, you know, what, what, um, I, I believe it's supposed to, is that supposed to be Dandridge? Well, that's the, the girlfriend gets that mouth. It's Amy. Yeah. 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 And that's, so that's it, really what that was. Uh, so Amy, it like, when she has the iconic scene where, you know, she kind of, her face is all, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you've seen it, it's like that shot into the clouds over the house. It's like captures the very isolated suburban um, vibe. It's the way I perceive that poster is basically a storm is coming to this little suburban town, you know, Oh, it's just a nice, quiet neighborhood, normal, normal, everything. And then nah, vampire comes and, uh, yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to bring his, uh, race back. And, um, I, I don't know, man. I, it's the colors too. I'm a sucker for blue. Um, but yeah, I've always loved that poster and that face, that face is ew. So yeah, I I, it's weird. Place. It's weird how we planned this out. I almost my my number my number uh, four, believe it or not, was actually Fright Night as well. So it's funny that you picked your <laughs> number five because I'm I mean I'm right here. Uh, I almost picked Fright Night too because it is a great. I mean I may as well pull it up. 
Uh, Fright Night 2 has a very similar poster. And I had a, I, I was actually gifted a Fright Night 2 poster that's beautiful. Now, the Fright Night 2 poster is very similar, but it has the apartment building because the sequel takes place in like a dorm room apartment building. So there you go. It's the same kind of deal. Uh, and I love that. But something about the home, just the, the suburban home in the original Fright Night, like that to me is what I really love the most. It, they're both great. I mean, they're first of all, Fright Night 2 is a great movie, too. I love it. Uh, but Fright Night's still like my favorite. I think Fright Night 2 is like a 9.9 and Fright Night 2 is a perfect <laughs> 10. But they're both great films and great posters. I just love the suburban area there's no houses around it it's like hell has come to your home and you got to deal with it so wow uh, very very weird how my number four was the same thing but yeah let's go i guess let's go straight to your number four now since that was mine all right my number four is i'm not gonna say it's his best film because it's not uh although i think it's a scariest film toby hooper's poltergeist um Again, this is one of the most simplistic posters I- I've ever seen, really. It is very straightforward. It is Carol Ann touching the TV. They're here. Um, but that it's a microcosm of the movie. It completely yeah. encapsulates what that movie is going to be about. And I love the black and white look to it. And there's alternate versions of it that are like blue um, and uh but I just, I absolutely love that poster. And I don't know, I, I, I just feel like, because for me, and I'm sure you remember this too, as a kid, especially with those old box TVs, you know, the, the white noise, the static from this movie, since I, when I saw this as a kid, that terrified me, that stuff terrified me. And you would always, you'd fall asleep watching a VHS or you'd fall asleep watching something on your old TV and you'd wake up. And what is it? Uh, the static, the white noise is going on in the TV. And um, I immediately thought, oh, they're going to come get me and I'm going to get transported to another dimension. Um, but I just love the poster. And it's this, I think this is the original, the one you pulled up. Yeah. Original. Um, yeah. Not superimposed. And and I think, I and I love this one too, because it's, it's also, again, kind of tells you what the movie's going to be about. She's so far away in the poster. Um, and you know, Carol Ann, the whole movie. She's so far, yet she's so close. And mm-hmm. um, I just, I love the poster. I've, I've always That's loved a great it. Pick. Yeah. One of the scariest movies I've ever seen. It still creeps me out at, you know, damn near 27. So, yeah. I, I rewatched Poltergeist a few days ago. Probably, oh, I say a few years. It was probably a, a week ago now, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I love the clown scene, you know, great stuff. The face ripping scene, too. Dude, that always got under my skin. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. I love that poster. It's very simple. Again, big fan of the the cool font. It's just like the outline of the letters. And uh, I like the black and white better. I I think, you know, because the the Blu-rays and stuff have gotten that blue tint to it and things like Mm -hmm. that. But I I prefer the original black and white style. So, yeah, yeah, can't go wrong there. All right. Top three, man. My uh, number three is... The 1980s classic, Chopping Mall. The exact poster I list. There's a couple alternates. You've got the zombie hand holding the grocery bag. uh, Not grocery bag, the shopping bag. But I'm a fan of the robot hand, which is a little bit more honest about what the movie is. I like the robot hand holding the bag where you can see the woman's face in the bottom and the eyeballs Mm -hmm. at the top. Half off is just the beginning. So I (laughs) I love the movie chopping mall so much but of all the chopping mall posters that's my favorite one uh great font with the letters that the dripping blood and and stuff chopping mall man it's one of the only movies that's been so dishonest dishonest but people don't care they just (laughs) love they just love it so yeah that that is a cool that's a cool poster um i've you know i i never noticed the tagline though until you just said that. That's awesome. Yeah, and then at the top it says buy or die, which, again, <laughs> nobody's nobody's buying anything because they're at a mall overnight, so everything's yeah. closed. But nobody cared. I mean, at least nobody cares anymore. Maybe back in the day people cared when they went to go see this movie and they were like, nothing's getting chopped. Everything's yeah. getting lasered. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? 
It's got a cult following, and it's a great poster. I like all of them, quite frankly, but that's my favorite one because it's a little, it's a little bit more honest because it's a robot hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Uh, this top three was pretty hard for me because I we're, we're gonna have one in this top three as well that we both agree with. But I'm gonna do this one as my number three, and that's Jaws. Um, and it's, I mean, come on, like. That goes without saying. Uh, that poster is just awesome. I mean, it's just, again, it, and it makes you, the poster alone would make you scared of the ocean. Um, you don't even have to see the movie because you're wondering like, oh, when, uh, how many times have you swam in the ocean? Uh, what if there was a giant great white lurking right beneath you about to come up and bite you in half? Uh, it's, it's that, uh, the, the tone of the poster and what it's portraying. But also, I love just the red. I've always loved that font and the color of it at the top, just Jaws. And yeah. just like the movie, the poster is very straightforward. Um, but I think there's something to be said for us as humans and the fear we have of the unknown. And one of those fears is the fear of the unknown of the open ocean. Um, and I don't know. I just love it. I love it. I, I am ashamed of myself that I do not own a big 27 by 40 of that. Um, but yeah, and I, I know for a fact, you got to have one. I think you have one. I don't, I don't have an, a jaws 27 by 40 poster. I have a Jaws shower curtain. So my shower okay. curtain is this, is this poster. I have a plaque of it. That's in my bed. It's like a plaque poster. It's like one of those plaques you can get from FYA. Yeah. One of those things. I have that. And I have a Jaws bathroom. So I have the Jaws shower curtain. I've got a picture of Hooper, Brody, and uh, Quint sitting at the table in his boat when they were singing the songs together, telling, sharing yeah. stories and scars. I have a picture of that in my bathroom. So I kind of do. I've got the plaque of it. I have a shower curtain of, of this poster. And uh, the, what's funny is on my on my shower curtain, you can see like the woman's nipples and all on the on the <laughs> shower curtain. Obviously, on the poster, it's it's very blended in and shaded out from the from the motion, literally the motion of the ocean, the way she's swimming. So they kind of blur it, um, which is still a little bit of a racy poster for uh, being PG, a PG film. <laughs> but granted, there was no PG thirteen at the time either. But uh, yeah, great poster. It's not on my list. Uh, not that. Not that. And the, the rule I set. I know. I know. I set myself a rule. The movies do not matter. It's strictly poster art, but. Obviously, yeah. this is a case where I think the poster does match the quality of the film, too. It's classic. Uh, but I'll tell you, I actually like the Jaws 2 poster more with the girl skiing and then the shark flying out of the... Uh, I, I guess I could pull it up real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say pull that up. Uh, I, mean, I, I actually exactly like... The, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I like this one even more with the shark booking it out of the water. Like, <laughs> holy crap, man. Yeah. They're all they're they're both great. I mean, they're both great posters. But um, I would put either one or two in this horror room gladly. Uh, you know, for Jaws, I think they're both fantastic. But I think I like two a little bit more, to be honest with you. Yeah, that actually. Now that you're talking, yeah, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, but hey, Jaws is more, a great pick. Yeah. It's not on my yeah. list though. That's fine. I think my number one, I don't know if it'll be your two or your one, but I think this is going to be on there, but whatever. I, don't I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So this is number two. We're going to number two, right? Yes, sir. All right. My number two is, uh, the 1980 classic maniac. Oh, you've got, uh, I mean, look at this. He's holding a, a decapitated head. There's blood dripping on him. Blood, his hands on knife. He's bulging out of his pants because the movie is very sensual, very sexual. This is a guy that's aroused by what he's doing. The move, the poster absolutely captures the insanity of this movie. One of the greatest. I mean, to me, it, to me, it, it, it's a, it's unequivocally a slasher film. But there's more to it. There's this psychological element to it. Not that slasher films are, in general, don't have extra elements to them. Some of them are simply kids having fun, getting killed. But there are some that really just push the boundaries of what that genre can do, that subgenre specifically. And Maniac is one of the best examples. Beautiful poster. 
but like it's it's a very it, it, it's a gross out poster in a way because there's a lot going on. So I never bought Maniac. I don't know why. I've subconsciously I've always said that's just too that's too rough to hang <laughs> up. But I mean it, it's undeniable that Maniac has to be my second favorite uh, at this moment in time. I think it's just one of the best ever. So, just so gross. So I warned you Funny not you to go out that. at night. Or I want you not to go out tonight. I mean, that's a hell of a tagline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I came across that poster uh, the other day when I was like gearing up for this and writing notes. And I was like, man, that is a, I, I remember like stopping on that poster. I mean, like, damn, that's that's a good poster. It's brutal. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's well, my number two. And I, I again, <clears throat> matches the quality of the movie. Not that it was necessary for this because it's about the the art of the poster, but just have to have to put that out there. Yeah. Classic film. Yeah. My number two is I'm the Exorcist. Uh and this poster is so much going on and not so much and nothing going on in it at the same time. And uh after having seen the movie, you understand first of all the purple. I mean, let's just talk about the purple. Um, Now, I know darn well that Christian is a sucker for the purple. So, and and I am too. It's my favorite color. And to see um, the father standing there and, you know, looking up at what he's about to go into um, and just the, the light illuminating onto him. And that's it. You get a street light and the light illuminating him leading him here's your path to hell basically and not knowing what you're getting yourself into and that poster i mean it, it i will get it and when i get it i want to get the i want to get the purple i don't want yeah you know, i do like the you know i don't mind the ones that are a little more superimposed and a little brightened up and stuff like that but that's the one i want i want that original right there i mean maybe it's a great it could one. Be a reprint yeah but that I love that poster. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you notice in the in the the latest Conjuring movie, they homaged the poster yep. in the beginning, uh, which was which was a very cool shot in that film. But yeah, that's a classic. I uh, The Exorcist again, purple fan. Uh, so I was I always loved that 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 was the the color of the font for The Exorcist. This is a when I typed that original poster, like I see this one. Then I see this. This is a day bill, though. So this is like those Australian types. They're skinny and long, yeah. which very could well be exactly what they had here. But it looks like it looks like uh, a, the original Exorcist poster. Yeah, original one sheet. This was it for the Exorcist. Uh, William Peter Blatty's The Exorcist. Uh, classic. Can't. That, that's great. Yeah. Uh, great choice. Uh, I don't think we had any besides Friday night. We're probably going to have, that's going to be the only ones that we've matched. Uh, so, so the interesting thing about my list is, as, as any, everybody's probably seen, I've been a big fan of art, you know, all these colors and stuff like this. But my number one is one of the most simplest posters in the world. Uh, but I absolutely love it. And it's my favorite werewolf movie. My number one poster uh, is the classic, the howling. I love the poster for the Holly. I have it right there. I just love it. The, the claw hand tearing through. It looks like a paper bag almost. It's just like mesh. I think it's supposed to be skin almost. And then you see that that mouth yelling for, for help. And I just love it. I love the font of the Howling. Imagine your worst fear of reality. I just think it's so scary. It's my favorite, one of my favorites ever. At this moment, I guess it's my number one. Huge fan of the poster for The Howling. I just don't think you, you know, there's the there's the great debate between American Werewolf in London and The Howling because they're from the same year and they're two juggernaut films. And it's a toss-up. There's a lot of people that pick American Werewolf. There's, there's other people that pick The Howling. There's no debate on which poster is better. Yeah. The Howling is the best between the two because American Werewolf is two guys looking at a moon. The Howling is the best. So my number one, love the poster. And there's actually, I'll show this real quick. Uh, there's there's a there's a UK version that for some reason when it came out over there, they didn't want the woman's mouth, so they actually had a snout of a wolf 
right there, breaking through the the ripping through with the actual claw hands too. But I prefer the American classic with the woman yelling. So the howling is my number one. That's a yeah, that's a good pick. I also really really like that poster. Funny thing about the howling is, for the longest time when I was a child, the only howling movie I had seen was the Marsupials. I love the Marsupials. I just thought that was the Howling, like the intent until I was a teenager. I was like, that wasn't the first one, and my mom was like, no, no, wow. D. Wallace Um, is great in the original. I love it. Oh yeah. Uh, My number one is a poster that Christian, if I'm not mistaken, got a few weeks ago. Um, So I want you to rack your brain real quick and think about what posters have I gotten recently. What movies does Nick love? Um, again, a very simplistic poster, Sam Raimi's the evil dead, my favorite horror poster, probably of all time, probably my favorite movie poster period of all time. Um, and I am not ashamed to say it, uh, that, (laughs) that poster is just mean. I mean, you just have the hand coming up from the ground, pulling you to hell. It's Um, great. I love the fact that it's like at an angle. I love the blue in the background. Um, I love the reaching out for help. There's, you know, there's, there's who's going to help you. No one's there and just getting pulled down beneath the earth by the Uh, very symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very symbolic of the movie. And uh, I just, I love the poster. I mean, it, it is so simple and straightforward, but it is, it's mean and it's, I love it. I love it. Mm, that's a great one i love it too obviously i love it uh big fan of blues so blues on posters are i'm a sucker for it um that i struggled to put this on the list i i did it it, it, it's probably top 12 if it didn't make my top 10 um i just you know again i'm a big fan i'm a big sucker for great beautiful paintings and artwork styles but this is one of them too obviously this is not a picture this was drawn and uh, it's great. It's so good. Uh, so that would have been an honorable mention for me. Another honorable mention was the 1990 Night of the Living Dead. Big fan of that poster, yeah. too. Um, there's a few more. If I would have picked a Halloween poster, uh, I, I definitely would have gone uh, with, with uh, I'll pull it up. A uh, big fan oh, yeah. of Halloween, too, with the jack-o'-lantern, the skull jack-o'-lantern. Uh, all new. All new. Never understood. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Number one. Evil Dead's a great choice, but uh, I guess a couple of honorable mentions. I would just mention real quick. Obviously, Evil Dead would have been mine. I love Halloween, too. Um, I, I, I'm sure there's a couple more honorable mentions I could think of. But at the time, those would have been two of them. Great ones. But uh, do you have any last minute honorable mentions I could bring up or? Yeah, I have two that uh, I struggled to put on the list and I ended up not uh, the original Pet Cemetery. Um, and, uh, uh, God, I just had it. I saw it on the shelf before so that, where's that? Oh my Lord. Why, how did I forget it? Yeah. I, I've, I've always, I've always loved that. And, um, oh, uh, house of the devil. Um, and that's another modern ish horror movie, but I dude, I love that poster and there's a lot of posters of it. So there's a lot of variations. Yeah. That poster. Love that poster. Um, yeah, it's a good one. That was those were two on my mind that I was like, should I do it? Also, honestly, Evil Dead twenty thirteen. That was another one that I that I really liked. Um, you know, the bummer about the Evil Dead series is um, you have the Evil Dead, which is my favorite poster. You have uh, Army of Darkness, which is so cheesy and and great. You have. Um, Evil Dead 2013, which is a very brutal poster. And then you have, I, although Evil Dead 2 is my favorite film and in, in the franchise, uh, that poster is really boring. Like, the, just the, the skull. skull. Yeah. It's, it's almost like they're, every other poster in the, in the series was like, you know, kind of multi-layered. There was, some, there was some stuff going on, and this one is just superimposed skull. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't dislike yeah, it, it, but I'm just like compared to the favorite. other three. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. I I like the first Evil Dead poster leaps and bounds better. My favorite. When anybody asks me, "Hey, what's your favorite Army of Darkness poster?" I always go, 
that one where you see Sam Raimi, not Sam Raimi, when you see, uh, whenever you see, uh, I have it, I have a print of this. Uh, it's the one where, uh, this one, this is my favorite Army of Darkness poster. Oh, yeah. I think this was an ori- the, the, the original one, and then they ended up going with the, the play on Lampoon's Vacation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the original where, you know, he's jacked as, jacked as hell, got his, uh, his chainsaw, his boomstick, and then there's Bill Mosley, who was uh, one of the leaders uh, in the movie. And then you see the literal army down there. That's a great one, and the the beautiful reds in there. So, uh, last minute, uh, one more. Uh, speaking of simple posters, uh, yeah, I was gonna say we haven't even gone an hour, man. So if you got if you got an, yeah, another, uh, one, I'm a big it. big fan of the classic Leprechaun poster where he's creeping through the door, man. Uh, obviously, the font is very fitting for for the movie. Uh, I almost the picked Leprechaun. that one too. Uh, I really did. I almost picked that one. Dude, the, the the first three are great. Like there's part two where he's got the candle. Obviously, he never holds a candle in the movie, but and part three is good. But theatrically, like I really, I'm a big fan of the classic Leprechaun. Obviously, your luck just ran out. Writes itself because it's a movie about mm. a Leprechaun. But I always loved him creeping through the door. Like, hey, I'm here. Like, just a great, simple, simple poster, but very make makes you want to watch it. Uh, so that's a great one too. Yeah, the, the funny thing is, too, when I look back on some of these big franchises, I may like some of those po- some of the posters and like Friday and Halloween and Nightmare, but I just feel like they don't they don't stand out enough in a top ten. You know what I mean? Like I, I love the Final Chapters poster, um, but I wouldn't put it in a top ten. Um, no, no way. I, yeah, and I know you. I know you really like Dream Child's poster. If I'm being correct, if I'm being accurate. Well, I like the I like the uh, video the video home rental poster, the theatrical poster where it's like in the it almost looks like it's in space almost with yeah. the cradle. I don't really that's probably my least favorite of the first. F- I love the poster for four, quite frankly, thea- uh, theatrical release. I like the junkyard poster with Freddy's head oh, in the yeah. sky, but the video store poster I have for the home video release of part five, which you can't get a print of that anywhere. I had to buy an original, which thankfully nobody likes the movie. So I got the, I got the print very cheap. I mean, I got this original very cheap, but I love that one where it's blue when he's doing this over the baby carriage. That's my favorite nightmare poster I own. Um, but part four's theatrical poster is great. I love, I love the dream master poster that, that, that quite frankly was a contender. Uh, for my list because I think that one's great. Pull that one up that. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love yeah, the junkyard. Great. I the love colors. that. And then the, the really names like the between the, 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 on the ground, you see how they put the names and the, the fonts all between the cuts that Freddie put with his blade on the ground. Very clever. I think mm-hmm. that's a great poster, quite frankly, quite frankly, uh, for the nightmare nightmare series i have i have a print yeah. of that not a 27 by 40 but i have a 24 by 36 but that's a contender to make it on the main wall in here one day <laughs> love the dream master poster what's your favorite um oh another honorable mention i had before i asked you this question was silence of the lambs um and that's a very simplistic poster but it's just it's just it's very eerie um i always liked that poster and uh, I never understood yeah. it when I was a kid, and obviously I understand it now. But I just I always really liked that poster. Um, very almost haunting. Um, I like it. But I was going to ask you, what's your favorite Friday poster? Oh, without question. Without oh, question. I knew it. I knew it. I mean, how could you not pick Jason Takes Manhattan? You know, that's a great one. I mean, I love. I, that and the New York one are great, but taking that one aside, because that's obviously, uh, I think the Jason Goes to Hell posters, pretty fire, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, that's a great poster, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would say probably. It's funny because I think Goes to Hell is my least favorite Friday movie, but it's probably the best poster. I mean, for me, it's that's that's a gnarly poster. 
uh, in that franchise. Um, I it for for Nightmare for me. This is not a popular opinion, but it might be Freddy's Revenge. Honestly, it really might be. Um, It's either that or Dream Warriors, but I don't know. I I really I've always really really dug. um, I really dig that poster. I don't know why. I just always have. I think it's yeah. I, I like the only problem I have with Part Three is some of the kids look really like goofy on the dream yeah. chop mask, the dream warriors poster. If you really, really start looking at them, I don't like the way some of the kids look. Freddie looks amazing with his, with his, you know, a uh, part two is great too. The man of your dreams is back. Great tagline. I like uh, them looking in the mirror and Jesse sees himself as, as like this almost bionic looking Freddie, quite frankly. But, um, I love the 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 bird in the back because uh, even though it was a small scene in the movie, I love that it was included on the poster. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously the the Nightmare series has the 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 pleasure of all being done by the same artist for the first five. So I love the uniform look; they look great next to each other. Uh, I've seen some people in, who have horror collections where they'll have one through five all next to each other, and they they make sense because it's it's thematic and they match because it's the same artist. So they're all they're it, they're all great unto themselves, but when you put them together, they're even cooler looking. But um, I think that between the first five theatrically, I think part four might be my favorite, but part two is great too. I mean, they're all they're they're all cool. Five is my least favorite theatrical. I love, like I said, obviously the home video poster. I love, but uh, part two and four I think are the best. I love I love part two and four a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the I was surprised. I won't. I, I'll be honest with you. I was surprised that Halloween three didn't make your list, and maybe not the theatrical, but um, any alternate version of it. I know there's got to be one that is like your favorite for Halloween three. Like when you think about your quintessential Halloween three poster, do you know which one that is? Um, I mean, probably the the uh, American one. I love the art for it, but there are some other. There's some really great ones. This one's a, a UK uh, poster. Yes. That's a great one. There's another one with a guy sitting on a chair and his head's exploding. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here I think this is the Australian day bill that gave it everything a red tint. That's really cool. I'm a big fan of that that day bill, which I think I can get a print of that if I wanted to. Um, here it is. This one I always liked. Yeah. This one. Because it's really screwed up looking. You can see the blood dripping from beneath the uh, the the head device. Uh, their face is literally exploding, and then you see the silver shamrock kids right there yep. on the bottom right. So that's a great poster. That, that's that's one that I've always really liked. But it's intense looking, man. Like I don't know. That's a that's a rough looking poster. Uh, but I, I love the theatrical. I love the theatrical. The American theatrical one too. But I don't know. Uh, they're they're all uh, Halloween three had some great alternate artwork. This is very punk rock to me with the skeleton. I mean the witch with her eyes. So they're all great. I I love a lot of the the Halloween three artwork that was done. Um, but I, I think the American artwork's probably my favorite. I mean it's there's I have an original literally behind my camera yeah. right here. So I mean I love it. Um, maybe it's because I see it every day that it wouldn't make my list today for my ten favorites. Um, but it's certainly a favorite of mine without question. I love Halloween three, the, the font for the Halloween three, two, those big, those big, you know, glossy, chunky letters. I, I love it. Love yeah. it. it. It'll never get pulled from this horror. Never, ever, ever, ever. Not, not, and not because it's an original. I mean, it is an original, but because it's, I mean, it's Halloween three. It has to stay without question. It's staying. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I've always liked it too. I, I think Scream Factory for both releases they've done when they did the 30th anniversary, I thought that alternate artwork was really cool. And, um, or maybe it was 35th. I think it was 35th anniversary. Yeah. And then, um, or I don't know what I'm talking about. And then, um, the 4k that's coming out. I, I really like that artwork too. So I, I think most fans that have looked into them, I think that's the consensus. I think a lot of people think that the, the artwork for three is, the best of the bunch and i agree with that you know yeah i like three i like five i like and i like three so 
Yep. Yep. Well, there it is, guys. This was fun. Top 10 favorite horror movie posters. Obviously, please down below, let us know your favorites because whatever you guys say in the comments, I'm, if I don't recognize it by name, I'm going to have to go look them up because I'm always a, I'm always trying to find good classic artwork for uh, these. I, I just wish it was done more like this today. I miss the days of commissioning beautiful paintings to represent a film and uh you know telling somebody hey go watch this movie and just get inspired and do something with this it's a lost art it's very sad that it doesn't get done anymore um i wish it, i wish it would but you know different market different world now so it just doesn't happen yeah. but this was fun thank you nick uh, great list very fun you too man so uh we appreciate you guys listening this has uh, been another episode of the Unitahara podcast, early morning edition, obviously. So uh, you probably tell Nick's got his kid, kid in the background. He's ready for his dad to go. He, go. he was he was well behaved though. There was yeah. only like two times where yeah. <laughs> oh he was fine, he was fine. But yeah. I could tell he's he's ready for his dad to get off yeah. the computer. All right, guys, we love you. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. This has been a production of the You Need a Horror Podcast. You need it, we got it. Thank you for listening.